everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey! Hello! Hi! Happy hauntings and ghostly greetings from the whole Hop Culture crew. (laughs) It's Halloween time, and we're here with an enchanting episode to get you in the spooky spirit. What's on the docket for Halloween this year, guys? Well, um, we have the classic, you know, trunk or treat and chili cook-off happening at church. And I told Dave that this is the year I want to win a chili cook-off. I never have. Mm. And did you sign up? Yeah, of course I did. I was on the um, the sign up that went around primary. Oh, okay. I, I like that you read it and noticed my name was. I on looked. It. Wow, I was like, who's checking up on who here? <laughs> Judge much? <laughs> well, as part of the committee that is organizing the chili cook-off activity, it's my job to know who. That's true. You need to know. No, I signed up on the other one. We are planning to bring... I'm not going to tell my... Should I tell my strategy? By the time it airs, I think it'll be be over. I happen to know for a fact that at least one of your competitors listens to the podcast. That's true. You know what? That's actually a good point. So I'm going to keep it mum. I'll let everyone know what the results are. Who's judging, Grace? Are you one of the judges? I don't know. I say I'm on the committee. Jocelyn is organizing it and... I'm showing up early to help cut apples, so I'm okay. not like a super, super committee member. Well, Dave and I have already figured out a strategy, what we're doing, and so mm-hmm. we're we're really excited. Hopes are high. Other than that, just trick-or-treating. We don't, we're not like those Instagram people that you see going to like couples Halloween costume parties or anything like that. It's pretty much just normal Halloween stuff. So I'm trying to convince um, one child to be a new character uh, since she has been the same character she wants to be two years prior as well. So we're working on that. Um, But yeah, I don't have anything too crazy going on. Well, our ward has prizes for the spiciest chili at our chili And I feel like that one... If I were trying, I didn't sign up because <clears throat> that just seemed like too much work. But if I were trying, that would be what I would go for because yeah, mm-hmm. that's just easy. You, you can make the most disgusting sauce chili. In there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna have a lot of inedible chilies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's all you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I mean, I have plans, but I don't want to sound like. They're pretty boring. You got to tell me. Are you painting your pregnant stomach orange like a basketball or anything? No. Yeah, what's your pregnancy costume? It's not super creative. It's just one I saw on the internet. I know every other pregnant lady is doing it, but um, I didn't want to paint my stomach. Um, so I <laughs> that was with. the only other option. <laughs> it really is. It's like you can <laughs> paint it to be a pumpkin, or you can like wear one of those. You can like be like have like the baby like the limbs coming out oh, of your stomach. Oh yeah, the that's always limbs. disturbing. Always that one spooky. scares me. So um, I went with Fat Thor. That's what I'm gonna go for this year. <laughs> I've never seen that in my life. 
He said all the <laughs> yeah. other ladies are doing it. Yeah, on the internet at least. Because you just, you get a beard, you kind of wear your hair scraggly, and then you just wear, like, pajamas, and and you're Thor. What in the world? During his fat fades. Did you guys see so that? That's so funny. Movie? No, I, I never did. I haven't seen whatever movie <laughs> I know that's of what? fat Thor. That's hilarious. <laughs> I forgot our whole family is not uh, up to date on the Marvel movies, even though that movie came out, like, three years ago. <laughs> I decided that I was going to watch the Marvel movies in chronological order of when they were released. And I am partway through Iron Man 3, which is like the. No, it's. I'm like, I have no frame of reference for where that is. Is that really? Is that very? This is the wrong crowd. Yeah. Okay. I. And I started this in like February. So here's a. Maybe here's an easier point of reference. I was watching the original Thor last month so it took me probably six months to get through three marvel movies <gasps> that sounds so <laughs> how far into it is like, like you're not that dedicated to this um goal. the first <laughs> avengers movie yeah that's the only one i really remember that's i think that's like the fourth one maybe okay i think that's how um, far i am iron man 3 <laughs> is right after that one so like i i basically i just finished avengers and I'm like trying to eke my way through Iron Man 3. Wow. Like a few okay. minutes at a time. Well, let me explain just for a little easy reference. There is a part in a more recent <laughs> Avengers film where Thor gets depressed and he goes into a funk and he gets chubby and he has a really big belly. And so it's an easy pregnancy costume. So what's Luke going to be then? Uh, just normal Loki. It's a... <laughs> We always really struggle with costumes. Just normal Loki. That sounds like a good costume. I mean, at least goes. I don't know. (laughs) More on that later. Oh, wow. I'm excited. (laughs) I don't have big Halloween plans. We're just going to do our church carnival. Our carnival has a theme, which I think is sweet. Um, we, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that a lot of people are going to do the theme. Oh, it's more I like, forgot you mentioned that in our family. Encouraged, yeah. but not like required. So yeah, the theme is like dress like your ancestors, which sounds like maybe, I don't know. I maybe just feel someone, like it could be, it could go problematic quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, I guess not if it's your own ancestors, but it just seems like any historical figures is like, let's just not go there now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like stressed. Just, I thought of some ideas and then I was like, is this going to somehow be like cultural appropriation even though like this is my own ancestor? So I just, I was like, this is too complicated. So Hazel's going to be a butterfly. Dottie's going to be a bee. Oh. And I'm trying to decide whether it would be cute for like, Matt and I to be like beekeepers. Like one of us have a beekeeping hat and one person have like a butterfly net. Cute. Or oh, that would be super cute. cute. We should just like not bother. Yeah. I we don't have big Halloween plans. Uh I think I've mentioned I'm not really not really into Halloween. We're not huge so. Halloween people. We're glad to be Speak invited. Yeah, I was gonna say actually tests might be. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I have a couple of, um, I was just looking up like Halloween news out of curiosity. <laughs> Halloween news? Halloween news, breaking news. 
Um, you heard it here first, folks. This is the source for ho- holiday news. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but this is actually, I was surprised. I didn't really think there'd be anything. And I was like, okay, wow, I'm actually really glad I saw this. Do you guys remember the Halloween buckets that were like given out with Happy Meals back in like our early childhood? Does yes, anyone remember this? And I think those? I know where this is yes, going. Yes, and I know, I already know this. You already is. know this? I can't believe you guys knew this already. Oh, I know everything about McDonald's. <laughs> That's true. I guess I should have asked Anne if she had any McDonald's news. <laughs> um, for the for the listeners, in case anyone isn't familiar, here, I will read the press release from corporate.mcdonalds.com. It says, the headline is, <laughs> they're back. McDonald's USA's <laughs> iconic Halloween pails will return October 18th. That's the that's today, guys. That's when we're recording this. It says, after weeks of anticipation, McDonald's officially confirms the return of its Halloween Happy Meal and shares unique ways fans can reuse their collectible pail this fall and beyond. We heard you loud and clear. If spooky season doesn't include McDonald's Halloween pails, then you don't want it. That's why we're bringing back the most iconic Halloween trio, Mick Boo, Mick Pumpkin, and Mick Goblin, that first came on the scene back in 1986. I did not realize they were from 1986. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just love the name Mick Boo, Mick Pumpkin, and Mick Goblin. They are pretty cute. And your your Happy Meal comes in the bucket, which I actually think is mm-hmm. pretty cute. Yeah, that's very cute. That is super it cute. It is really cute. Yeah, and I remember these from when I was a kid. And I think it's a good gimmick because... I feel like I would go to McDonald's, you know, just to get one for mm-hmm. my kid. Exactly. No, I was, I texted mom and I was like, we had these, didn't we? And she's like, oh, I forgot about those. She was like, they were really cute and like a good size for little kids. And I was like, well, what do you want to bet our McDonald's isn't going to have it? And she's like, scour the city. <laughs> like, we will be. I actually called McDonald's today and they said they had them. So we're going to, I got to go this week because I actually really want one. I know, um, me too. <laughs> I want the girls to get one. So yeah, I'm actually kind of excited. But the funniest part of the whole thing was that I think because of like, you know, Things have changed a lot since 1986 and now giving away like large plastic buckets would be frowned upon from like a sustainability standpoint, I think, because everything I've read has ideas for how to reuse your bucket throughout the year. And I'm like, we don't need this McDonald's. It's okay. Like, I'm like, are you guys trying to get ahead of the criticism or like, oh, for sure. like, cause it's like, you can use them as it has pictures and it's like you can use them as drums and it shows a guy with them like oh. overturned in like drumsticks and I'm like what? <laughs> you can use them as a planter. You can use them as it says or even home decor and I'm like well sure or you could just use them to trick or treat and like get them out every year. That's what I do yeah. with our current you trick or treat buckets. You already know that Claire's gonna be taking those to the beat. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was just gonna point out that Claire needs to get off her high horse about reusing buckets for odd things. Well, Anne <laughs> has a treat headed her way because she forgot Hazel's shoes here when they were visiting and took me a really long time <laughs> to mail them back. I'm so sorry. But I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a surprise coming in you'll just love the packaging that it's arriving in oh. because I, it's, it's something I've saved to reuse and I was very <laughs> proud of myself. Because I was like, I'm not buying an envelope. I'm not buying a box. I am finding something, some piece of junk. <laughs> I can package these shoes and send oh, them to I can't Anne. Wait. Um, but yeah, I'm actually very excited about the Halloween 
buckets. I can't believe you guys knew about them already. I'm actually bummed. I thought this was going to be like breaking I, news. Well, you know how my I get my main news is going to google.com, clicking into the search mm, the mm-hmm. search field and looking at the suggestions. Sometimes they're sad though. They're almost always sad. It, it always makes me sad, mm-hmm. but this is how I get my news. <laughs> and then just kind of I go to google something and I get sidetracked by so anyway, mm-hmm. I I saw it there. I love that that was one of the top suggested things. Mm-hmm. Okay, well another they fun They were anticipated. <laughs> they were anticipated. Another fun little Halloween thing. I had never heard of this before, but Google does it's like the Google Trends puts out Google Frightgeist. And I don't know if they did this last year, but this is the first year I've been familiar with it. Are you guys do you know what this is? No. no. It's like a forecast of like based on search data of um, what the popular costumes are going to be this year. And it has like a map of the U.S. that will like tell you what's being searched in different places. There's like rankings. It's very cute. Like the graphics, it's like spooky graphics. So go to frightgeist.withgoogle.com and I I just Google frightgeist and I'm sure it'll come up. But it has like a map. And then it has like a list of top costumes, which is kind of fun to look through. But the funnest part is there's a costume wizard and it's like a generator and you can adjust like spookiness level, style, classic or modern, um, uniqueness level, and it will generate a costume idea for you. So the first one that it did for me was Gomez Adams. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Um, I just did it again. It it, it, uh, suggested Ursula. So it has like a little suggestion thing. It's really fun to play around on. So um, when this airs, you will have a few days before Halloween. So if you still need a costume idea or if you just want to play around and see, it was kind of fun to see like what will be theoretically popular this year. So those are my, those are my, uh, that's my Halloween news. That was great, Claire. (laughs) This is Claire's corner. (laughs) So let's do a little rose and thorn. Is this? It's a thing. Is this a phrase? It's a thing families, some families do around the dinner table. I think the Kardashians might do it. Okay. (laughs) Where you say like, what's like, what's the rose and what's the thorn of your day? Or some people do highs and lows. There's all kinds of little ways, but it's like, you just say something good and something bad, basically. Got it. I I figure what it was going to be, but I've never heard the term rose and thorn. But we're going to do what is the rose of Halloween and the thorn? So any... Well, Any thoughts? My rose would be the costumes. I like I like making a costume occasionally or just kind of like pulling it all together. I think costumes are fun and um I made Dottie's costume this year. So cuz okay, I I was like I'm not going to make one this year. I'm not making costumes mm-hmm. anymore unless I need to. <laughs> like you've been burned literally like, too many times. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So I was like, hey, Dottie's just going to be a bumblebee. I'll just buy one on Amazon. And they were like 30 or $40 mm-hmm. for just yeah. like a little, basically like a bumblebee sleep sack. And I was like, I've I've made a sleep sack. I can make a bumblebee sleep sack. So I did. And it was very easy. No regrets. Wow. It's already made. October 18th. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I like, haven't even ordered like my project. kids' costumes. So I think, you know, costumes are fun. However, the thorn of Halloween for me is that once you make the costume, 
you have to wear it somewhere and there's never really anywhere that good to wear it. Mm-hmm. You always feel like a loser. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you either went like totally overboard and you look like you care too much or your costume's just not really that cool. And it's just like everybody else is dressed up. So nobody even really cares about your costume. So it's just kind of like there's all this build up for nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. I always we've talked about this on our Halloween episode last year. Halloween often leaves me feeling like kind of lame. (laughs) I'm like, I don't have somewhere like I've got the church trunk or treat and I've got trick or treating around the neighborhood. It's already dark trick or treating around the neighborhood. So no one would even see it anyway. You know, so it's just like, unless I have some kind of cool Halloween party to go to, I always feel a little bit like, what's the point kind of, but that's just Mm -hmm. me. If you enjoy doing it, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel the same way. For me, I would say the rose is um, the candy and the variety of candy. I mean, everyone knows how I feel about candy, so I won't go in depth. (laughs) And um, I also enjoy giving my kids a chance to – I – I don't think I'm like overly controlling, but I'm a little bit of a stick in the mud about like letting them choose like, I don't know. I always kind of, I'm like, oh, don't pick, you know, the backpack with like the characters, even though Molly does have a Paw Patrol backpack. I've I've loosened a lot on that over the years, but I do kind of just, because my kids won't agree on a family costume. So I just kind of let them pick whatever they want on Halloween and I try to guide them, but it's fun to just see them get excited about what they're being. And I just kind of have decided I don't care if it's like cohesive just because I can't, it's a battle I just can't fight. So it's fun to see them feel special in like what they've chosen. And the thorn would be the 20 minutes leading up to trick-or-treating starting when you're trying to feed everybody. And in our city, it starts at a certain time. Like it's from oh. a certain time to a certain time. And when it's done, the police like drive up and down the road with their lights on, like telling everyone to go home, wow. which I actually, at first I thought was like super controlling, um, but I actually appreciate it now because for one thing, it feels like safe. There's not like teenagers out late at night. You know, I'm like, okay, it feels safe that they're like kind of mediating Halloween, you know, or moderating it. <laughs> Um, and I also like that I'm not, cause it always feels socially uncomfortable to be like, are we knocking on people's doors too early? Are we out too late? You never want to mm-hmm. be the people that people are like, oh, still out, huh? And then you're like, oh no, is it too late? You know? So mm-hmm. I enjoy that. It's like, no, everyone knows that this is the time it starts yeah. and this is the time it ends and like everyone expects it, but it is so hectic trying to get everyone out the door on time. And there's always like. I'm trying to get people's costumes on as trick-or-treaters are ringing the doorbell and there's like neighbor kids coming over and it's just like so chaotic and stressful trying to get everybody ready to go like when trick-or-treating starts. So that part always is like the worst 20 minutes of Halloween. But other than that, it's it's fun. <laughs> it's funny that I'm going to I'm going to start with my thorn because you both mentioned costumes, and my thorn is adult costumes. I think chi- I'm very excited to dress um, our baby up, but when she comes, but just being an adult and having to make yourself a costume and having to like 
I don't know. I just, I never think it through. It always looks hodgepodge because I'm never willing to pay enough money <laughs> to make like a cute costume. But I always end up spending like still more money than I would want mm-hmm. to at Hobby Lobby. Exactly. And then it just kind of looks like trash. And <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just, I just don't enjoy it. I'm never clever enough to come up with something on my own. So I just find something on the internet. And then it's like, and I also feel like no matter how, uh, like a couple of years ago, Luke and I tried to be um, just Rapunzel and Flynn from Tangled because I was like, that is so obvious and all our friends will get it because <laughs> I, I've had too many costumes where nobody gets what I am and still nobody got it. And I felt like I was like, I'm wearing a purple dress. I did like the sprayed in my hair and I put flowers in it. And I'm carrying a cast iron skillet, and you still can't tell what my costume is. <laughs> so ridiculous. I just, being an adult dressing up, it's not as magical as it was when I was a kid. Mm. And um, anyway, so that's my thorn. <laughs> my rose, this isn't the rose of Halloween, but a rose <laughs> is that this year I've noticed more than ever that like the houses that look kind of like dilapidated and a little scary in like your area normally look kind of like magical and haunted at Halloween and so I like love I'm like (laughs) I'm enchanted by them and like because there's like there's like one house I even like think it's kind of like fun like there's one house that is completely falling apart and I didn't actually know that anybody lived there for a while but then they put out this really scary Halloween decor and it makes their house look like 10 times scarier, but it's just like <laughs> so fun to pass their house and every time it like spooks me. Um, I love that they've it's leaned like, in. They're like, we're not going to repair this, like, but we will yeah, buy no, decorations. Our, our house has like 10 microwaves sitting in the lawn. <laughs> I don't <laughs> oh know gosh. why, but we're just going to go with it and we're going to put this like Michael Myers dummy on her porch and I just think it's it just like for some reason it just makes everything feel like kind of like (laughs) magical yeah you can picture like a kid in a movie getting dared to knock on the door Mm -hmm. yeah exactly disappearing I love people that decorate for holidays it's like people that throw Halloween parties I'm like thank you for facilitating the fun for those of mm-hmm. us that don't want to do this, <laughs> I I want to enjoy it, but I do not want to put the effort in. Because, yeah, whenever I drive around and I see, like, Halloween decorations, the kids love them. And I'm like, thank you for decorating because it makes it so much more fun for everybody else <laughs> when your house is decorated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's my rose of Halloween is just, like, the general ambiance. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun, like, it really marks the changing of the season i Mm -hmm. feel like it's really what makes you feel like okay we're we're moving into fall you know getting kind of started with winter and like it signals that to my brain and then my thorn is also dressing up as an adult (laughs) we all are such bad sports about dressing up (laughs) there's no good way to anything that i would be get really excited to dress up as would be something that probably no one would get and I don't want to keep explaining my costume like I was like oh I'd love to dress up as Tracy or Gordo Stevens from season two (laughs) for all mankind 
in their duct tape. Which no is a, idea what you're no talking about. No one would know what that is, and it's also a tragic costume. But <laughs> I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to dress up as? Just I know. Like a clown? You could dress up as, um, is it Eddie from Stranger Things? That's what everyone's being this this holiday oh. season. Oh, <laughs> Is that his name, Eddie? See, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, you can you can be something topical, which that, is that is gonna be bland. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be it. Mm-hmm. You can be something clever, which you'll have to explain a million times and everyone will politely laugh, but mm-hmm. no one will actually think is funny. I know. It's so tricky. You can be something mm-hmm. like generic, or you can be something that you're actually interested in that again you'll have to explain a million times. <laughs> so so I usually go for generic. One Halloween my friends and I were really into RuneScape. Um, this was as adults. And so I dressed up as my RuneScape avatar. That was probably my favorite adult Halloween costume because I just wore a red cape and black clothes. But it's it's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. It's I tricky out there. My dream as a child, for some reason as a kid, I thought I was going to be so glamorous when I grew up. And I thought that there would be like an opportunity every year. Like I would get invited to like a really fancy no kids allowed costume party mm-hmm. people have at, like, those i see them on instagram mansion. <laughs> yeah but like i've seen those too people, never been invited yeah people i know don't have those so yeah i think it's just like a reminder of like you're not fancy mm-hmm. you're not cool wow this took a nosedive into like yeah like a sad Halloween. Halloween's the worst. It brings up a lot of feelings. And I feel like we're not, we're not that into Halloween. Fancy lady. Exactly. Yeah. No, I someday it's like Michael Scott with a with an inside joke, hope to be at some kind of cool adults Halloween party. But mm-hmm. for the time being, I'm happy where I'm at. Wait, do you guys remember when my friend and I threw that Halloween art show? And <gasps> Matt a bunch still of, talks about it. To this a bunch day. of Studio C people came. That sounds so like, vaguely familiar. It was at my apartment, and I feel like I was Whoa. probably the coolest I've ever been. That is pretty was cool. When Stacy from Studio C <gasps> walked in with his crew and was like, "Hey, I'm Stacy. Nice to meet you." And I was like, "Oh, oh my word! I know who you are." House. <laughs> I know who you are, Stacy. Wow, that's really cool, Grace. I forgot about that. Thanks. Yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about our favorite or least favorite, in my case, scary things. So what movies scarred you guys for life as a kid? Are these actually scary movies or are these... Anything and everything. Most of the things that scared me as a child were not meant to be scary. They just <laughs> yeah. scared me bad. I would say like any feature film for families. <gasps> and that's yeah. literally what I was going to say. I cannot believe really. You're, I thought this was such a unique take on scary things. No. I want to hear no, what you're going to say. No, they're all disturbing to a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the part No More in Baths s- was that one. No More Baths no more where baths. he hits his head on that rock. Mm-hmm. And then they put Rigoletto. the dog. They, they're going to put the dog down. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember yeah. the dog. Um, Rigoletto, the whole thing was so, so sad and then mm-hmm. um split infinity she's put in like mm-hmm. a sanatorium or something yeah and she's like trapped in like the 30s claire made us watch those and they were always scary and i um, used to try to turn them off <laughs> they were really i actually you guys i went on a deep dive today because for me those were all scary ones on our own i feel like was the first feature films for families and i think we've mm-hmm. talked about these on here before mm-hmm. feature films for families it's a mouthful 
was a company that made like wholesome family movies. It's pretty self-explanatory from the title. I think it was based in Utah. Mom said they would call you and describe the movies over the phone (laughs) every month. And then you could say like which ones you wanted to order. That's how they used to like reach out to you. Like a sales rep would just call you. She picked some doozies. Well, I (laughs) thought that it was like just us that watched those keeping feature films for families afloat. But then when I got to college, I found like other people that had also been raised on those movies in the 90s. And I felt like seen for the first time. I have no idea what these were until you just brought them up right what? now. What? What? You never watched I've any never of them? I've never seen them. I've never heard of them. Oh my God. I mean, I think yes. you guys say feature films for families, but I always just thought that that was just like a thing that you guys said, like, any any oh like kids movie was a feature <laughs> films for families, but I did. I just looked up Rigoletto, and can I read the tagline? It's this is Rigoletto, a musical fantasy ringing of truth and filled with mystery and love. Oh. <laughs> what is that tagline? That's ringing not of what truth? the movie is about. <laughs> you know, in Gilmore Girls, when Lorelai is tasked with picking the movie for their like movie film festival yeah Mm -hmm. and she's like reading all the descriptions those sound like feature films for families so on our own i will spare people like a detailed synopsis it was made in 1988 which is the year i was born precious moments little figurines feature into it which i think is a great touch for someone you know who's born in the 80s Fellow millennials will appreciate that. And uh, there was a scene. It's about kids who uh, their mom passes away. Their dad has abandoned them and they're trying to stay together. Um, It was very heavy subject matter for what I assume was a toddler or preschool me watching this for the first time if it i don't remember a time where this movie was not in our home so i am assuming mom bought it like when i was like two years old we stopped watching it when i was not quite old enough to remember the full plot so Mm -hmm, like exactly yeah uh i thought it was joshua jackson from mighty ducks who starred as mitch it's not it's a lookalike but for a long time i thought it was him in the movie um I discovered today, okay, the entire movie is on YouTube if anyone wants to watch it. It's actually really good. Usually when you go back and watch movies, it's like, oh, you can make fun of it. And I was like, this is actually better than I remembered. Like, it's really sweet. I was tearing up at the end. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just kind of skipped through to some of my favorite parts. The end is really sweet. I won't spoil anything. And the music is by the Osmond Boys who are Alan Osmond's sons, who formed a second-generation Osmond group. And the music is really good. I've never good. heard of Alan Osmond. <laughs> one of the Osmonds. I did have to look them all up because it said the Osmond boys, and I was like, who is that? <laughs> what is that? But I was like, they have to be attached to the Osmonds if this is like yeah. a movie company coming out of Utah. I mean, it's like, obviously. But you guys remember... You guys, this song is, this is me singing and it's going to be tough because I struggled with this earlier today. Dave was coaching me. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, as I said, I was like, I think I was a little sharp. And then we listened to it and he's like, you actually didn't go high enough. 
<laughs> okay, let me try again. Um, but it's like, hold on, hold on. Do you guys remember that? We're on our yeah. own. It's really, that part was off. I My hold on was good. Um, but it's really good. But there's a part where Mitch, the Joshua Jackson lookalike, gets in a fight with some bullies at a gas station and they punch him and his mouth's bleeding. And that part, is like frozen in my memory. It's like really scary. The whole movie was actually pretty upsetting, but I liked when they got all that change. That they got all that change, and then they could buy burgers. But or it was like that. burgers and shakes. Remember the little girl wants yeah. a shake. Um, but that's the thing is, then the bullies try to steal it. So it was whiplash. That part, I was so excited by all that change mm-hmm. and being able to buy burgers and shakes <laughs> that I was not at all traumatized by that movie. I've never wanted a burger and a shake more then yeah. they make it sound so exciting the idea of like kids by being able to buy their own burgers and shakes yeah with loose change was like a dream i was like wow they're so lucky and then as an adult i'm like they're orphans like they're not lucky at all it's never really bad life but yeah burgers and shakes made up for it so anyway well mine would be anything claymation as a child terrified me <laughs> Some notable ones are the claymation like Christmas special mm. that had all those like like Rudolph, oh, yeah. um, Jack Frost. Jack Frost was so scary. I think it was Jack mm-hmm. Frost. There's just something wrong. <laughs> it's like an uncanny valley mm-hmm. effect. I agree. Like, it's just mouse soup. I think that was claymation. Oh, you I watched mouse, mouse soup. You, Tess, you were obsessed with mouse soup. Were you <laughs> I know because it gave, it, <laughs> it gave me nightmares. I've always loved things that scare me. I also loved Wallace and Gromit, and then that scared me too. Mm-hmm. And Wallace and Gromit play, was scary. Yeah, yeah, there were yeah some scary moments. But no, it was so cute. That little penguin turning into a rooster, <laughs> but I he's evil. evil. It's, it's so sinister. yeah. I know. There's yeah, a lot of like so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so just anything. I think made I was play. scared of how something so cute could be so evil. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what was the first like actual scary movie that you guys watched that was not <laughs> Frosty the Snowman? Even though when Frosty starts melting, that is actually really upsetting and scary. It's so sad. But what's mm-hmm. the first test, ironically, <laughs> would you say is the most scary movie? positive in the family grace do you Mm -hmm. like scary movies i can't remember i know Anne doesn't no i i used to like them and then i went through a phase where scary movies stopped scaring me and i got really worried about it and i thought i thought am i dead inside like do i not have feelings Mm -hmm. i really overthought it and now i'm there too now i'm back in i can watch them but they still don't make me scared anymore i don't Mm. know what something did die inside but mm-hmm. i'm not worried about something's it. Uh, disconnected but mm-hmm. it's okay that you feel good about it yeah tess at like 14 was watching the silence of the lambs on clear play at my house at your house yeah who, we called mom to say no we called to mom and said like is this okay and she was like if it's on the clear play i guess she can watch it if she wants i think Grace and Dave watched with her. I went in the other room because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. having no part of this. So Tess- It really was pretty disappointing on Clear <laughs> The Clear yeah. settings were too high <laughs> and nothing was scary. <laughs> it was hard to follow the plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is for the best. I think mine was The Sixth Sense and that might have been the last scary movie I ever watched because <laughs> I think it messed together. Grace and I up. Yeah, we- both got really it messed, messed up. It messed me up. Just Grace's description of it. 
Because I was messed up for for months when I, when I would go babysitting. I would yeah. call I would call mom and dad crying, and they would have to like come stand outside the house just so I could like see them for a second, <laughs> and then go home. Because I think I was like I think I was twelve or thirteen. I wasn't very old. You were maybe even younger because I think I was like fourteen when I watched that movie for the first time. So you're probably yeah. like eleven or twelve. And it's funny because it's not a scary movie. Like mm, it's pretty, I mean it's, it's kind of disturbing. It's scary. It's I was disturbing. pretty disappointed when I watched it because you guys really hyped it. Up. <laughs> it's a lot like the Babadook, where it's like you're just gonna feel sad for a couple weeks after you watch oh, it. Oh my as word! <laughs> I don't even know the Babadook. I don't even want to go there. That's mm-hmm. a sad one. Don't okay. tell me Babadook's any more summaries pretty of movies <laughs> ever again. And what was your first scary movie? The first scary movie that I actually watched and watched is like a relative term because i've never actually had my eyes open for the whole scary <laughs> movie experience but i tried to watch um the village <laughs> which the village not that one's like scary. Yeah, that one scared burn. me it is a slow burn it still scared me that one's scary enough for me yeah it was like extremely <laughs> boring and I think having my eyes closed actually made it worse. Yeah. Because I couldn't envision any of the scary stuff that happened. And so I just imagined it being probably a lot scarier than it was. And I couldn't sleep by myself for like probably at least a year after A that. year? I slept in Tessa's room because <laughs> she had two twin beds and we would listen to like scripture scouts or something to go to oh, I, oh my gosh that's a for memory Tess, like quote unquote but it was really for me <laughs> to fall asleep and and the village the village i have a very low tolerance it's not even a, it's not a slow burn it's a reverse slow burn because it starts a little bit scary and then slowly you you learn that it's not scary mm-hmm. it's like it yeah. fizzles out slowly until it's just a that's actually movie. a very good point but it's just scary to know no spoilers i'm sorry to anyone who's still planning on watching the village just kidding um but it's just kind of like you know that you could be tricked it's it keeps i can see that could keep you it's up it wasn't even it's like a spoiler. yeah <laughs> gave tricked. nothing away <laughs> i guess i didn't spoil much <laughs> okay so let's get real um <laughs> like that that was all business tests yeah she was like getting down to business um if you were going to direct a scary movie what's like an irrational fear or anxiety that you would have to work into the script i have a couple things i i think we all know by now that i'm i really hate hot air balloons just the (laughs) sight of them i don't Obviously, I never want to be in one, but, like, I don't even like to see them in real life. I kind of have come around to, like, like a watercolor image of one on, like, a card or something. Like, that doesn't offend me, but, like, seeing one in the sky. So I think, you know, a scary movie that I directed would probably have, like, a lot of hot air balloons. Maybe even, like, a situation where someone blacks out and they wake up and they're on a hot air balloon ooh ooh and that's a good idea and that's good that Untethered. i'm not even gonna go any deeper than that because i'm scaring myself that's honestly. good and like, it's I it'd be so scary <laughs> it'd be scary in the balloon but also like 
they don't know how they got How did you get there? In. Where so are you going? Stop. If you land, stop. what's waiting for you? No, hmm. stop. No more. And this is like actually a really <laughs> good idea. You don't know where you're going to land. Do you know that? Well, wasn't there a movie about hot air land. balloons with Eddie Redmayne? <gasps> there was. And I don't um, think it was. Was it whimsical? Or was it It scary? was whimsical. Like, no, I think it was oh, scary. I thought she had like frostbite <laughs> and stuff. The aeronauts. <gasps> oh, yeah. I thought I didn't ever I see it, but I thought there was a thing where she's like shivering and like cold because they've gone too high or something. I don't think it was a scary movie, though. I think it might have been a true <laughs> story. Slightly whimsical, slightly scary. Yeah. <laughs> Anything with a hot air balloon is going to be scary because it's just not a good idea. And mm-hmm. they're just too shocking. They shouldn't be in the sky. <laughs> Anyway, like too shocking to see. Thing that would be in my scary movie is I hate, I hate, you know, on like TV shows when they are like talking to someone, but they're like imagining it's someone else, and so their face morphs into like somebody else. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, like just a standard like face morph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a standard face morph. I. Hate that. Ooh, so much. I close my you? eyes when I see it start happening. I don't <laughs> like it. One bit is so unsettling. Just like the part where, like, the face, the in between where Shift. it's like, it's shifting. Oh boy. I hate that. Your threshold so is so low much. for scares. <laughs> how do you feel about. How do you feel about those TikToks where people say, like, do I look like my son? And it's like going back and forth between their faces does that freak that's you out okay. there's no, no it's not morphing that that's true it's just back and forth quickly. but the tiktoks where it's like which which disney character do i look like or whatever like and it's their face oh. and then suddenly it morphs into one of the faces on a different picture that's mm-hmm. bad that's a no for me that's a no-go immediate scroll yeah so how <laughs> would you make a movie of this it just would happen in the movie at some point. It probably <laughs> wouldn't be like <laughs> like a high stress scary to the audience. <laughs> but it would just be like featured in the movie for people who are like scared of that. I can I can picture that as like the climactic moment somehow, like a friend oh turning gosh. morphs into a foe. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Or like they think that it's been this like evil person the whole time and then suddenly like reality hits and they realize that it's like someone that they trusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could a happen. foe turns into a, fr- a friend. It could go either yeah. way. <laughs> a friend turns into a foe, but the friend is actually wait. <laughs> yeah, it could be great. <laughs> oh my god, sounds really good. Okay, well, yours is like an actual fleshed out. These are like actual good scary movie ideas. Mine is just like a random thing that makes me scared that has nothing to do with scary movies, but. A fear I have is anytime I go to return something that there's going to be some damage I didn't notice and they're not going to take it back (laughs) and I'm going to be embarrassed. (laughs) This is the only irrational fear I could come up with that wasn't actually kind of dark and too sad to talk about on the podcast because all of them, even ones that are not that serious, I was like, well, they could be scary or maybe like sad for people. So this one I don't think will make anyone sad. But yeah, I had to go return some pajamas today. And the lady was like looking for the tag. And the whole time I was like, please be on there. Please be on there. And I was like, I, I think the tag's right there. Like I was like so stressed <laughs> when she was like looking for the tag. 
and she's like, does this part have a tag? And I'm like, it's a two piece set. They came together. Like I, I was just like, and it's not even that I need like the $10 from the pajamas so bad. It's the like shame of being turned away, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which I am like very impressed by people that are just like, oh, I'll see if they'll take this back. I'm like, I would never be brave oh, enough yeah. to see if they'll take it back. Like if I don't think they're going to take it, I'm <laughs> not even going to try because it's just like, it's too embarrassing for me. I think I just have such a low threshold for being like told no or like you've messed up in some way. So I don't know how that could be worked into a scary movie. It's just you know, something I battle on a daily basis at Target. So that would definitely a be an even slower burn than mm-hmm. um, yeah. the village. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Just a, like a an introspective like work on shame. Exactly. And- <laughs> introspective work <laughs> on shame. Yeah. It would not get it would not be certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, but um <laughs> the eight people that saw it would be moved to tears, I'm sure. My Irrational fear is, um, I hate that it's trendy now because this is a fear I've always had. And now, just now, it's becoming like a thing to talk about how, oh, I already, I just forgot the name of it, but how you have a phobia of deep holes, um, like patterns of holes, like little patterns of holes. It is very trendy. Yeah. It's very trendy and it makes me upset because I've always been afraid of this and it started like with a dream I had after Grace showed me an episode of the X-Files. Oh, no. And just the opening, you know, the opening scene of the X-Files where there's that orb that has like mm-hmm. beams of light <laughs> emitting from yeah. it. I had a dream that night that my head, my scalp kind of turned into that. But instead of beams of light, it was like, beams of my hair coming out of the holes in my head. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense, but it was really traumatizing. Anyway, I think somehow my movie would involve lots of like holes in people's faces, like little, little holes, like little, like, ew. Oh, that's horrible. I don't like that. Horrifying. I thought you were just going to say it involved a lot of holes. And I was like, well, the movie Holes was already made like 20 years (laughs) ago. And Um, it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tessa's Tessa's irrational fear reminded me of my irrational fear, which was this recurring dream I used to have as like, it's a little, little kid. It was a dream about our old house. Like, I think it was maybe in our crawl space. We had like dug down. And down in there, there was a dead body. Ooh, um, that was like un uncovered. Oh no! It really scared me. Yeah, that's a scary dream for like a. That's little a really kid. scary dream for a little kid. <laughs> yeah, it's very small. Um, and yeah, it was a recurring nightmare. And so I think that probably it would just be a movie about you know a kid looking down into a hole, mm-hmm. seeing a a dead body half dug up. That oh. does seem like a. a that seems like the most like logical <laughs> um, fear to include. It in fits a, right into a, a scary movie. That seems like it would have been a movie in the eighties that was rated PG, but had like mm-hmm. R-rated content, <laughs> and your parents let you get it 
from Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. And it's like super dark and upsetting. And yeah. I'm almost like, was that a movie we watched? Because well, it it's like, how so did familiar. I? How did I know to dream that? Mm-hmm, exactly. Probably because it was some sort of and you're 80s suppressing movie it. that we got from Blockbuster. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we presented four uh, very different scary movie options. Um, we hope to see these in theaters or streaming sometime. You know, 2024 or beyond. I, for one, am not gonna sleep. I know. I'm. I'm a little. I'm trying to decide. My uh, treatise on shame, I think, is not going to keep anyone up at night. And the Ants Hot Air Balloon is more suspenseful, but Grace's and Tess's, Tess's, I think, is actually the, the scariest one, which <laughs> makes sense because really she has seen the most scary movies. So actually, it drives, I have a disturbed mind. Let's, end, let's bring some light back to the pod with mm-hmm. some weekly mm-hmm. wins. Well, guys, my camping trip was a wild success. Did people know you were going camping? Was that uh, on a was that a hope to try on the last episode? <laughs> I think I briefly. It was in our uh, self care episode. I just oh, I just yeah. mentioned that it was going to be a, a self care trip. I mean, that's not mm-hmm. what I was calling it, but just <laughs> since we had that self care <laughs> trip, <laughs> anything can be called a self care anything, and people well, can't yeah. protest. So you exactly just have to- like. Like, if you're doing you. an episode of a podcast about <laughs> self-care, you got to drum something up. Mm-hmm. So I went to, I went camping in New York for two nights, the New York, Pennsylvania border in the Allegheny State Park, uh, or maybe the National Forest. I don't, I get a little mixed up on mm-hmm. I never state versus state national. State parks. Yeah, exactly. There's too many. Well, there was a sign that it was a national forest, but then I think I was camping in a state park. Anyway, it was a very nice campground. Um... I did some fishing. I headed over to Buffalo and got some buffalo wings. I just had a a great time. I left Jet with Claire. She was kind enough to watch him because he he's not really a camping guy. Uh, he's a <laughs> he's a soft, sweet little mm-hmm. uh, warm weather boy. Mm-hmm. He's so, a warm weather boy for sure. <laughs> but it was so fun. I had the best time, and now I'm sad because it's. It's way. It just got so cold and rainy, mm-hmm. and so that's that's it for camping. Well, at least you <laughs> lived it up because mm-hmm. I think when Grace came over on Sunday, she was like, "Guys, do you want to come camping with me next year?" And the girls were like, "Mom never lets us go camping because she's too busy and she's selfish and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, because they turned out really bad when I wow. brought it up. Like it's all my oh fault. My like why is it just mom's yeah, fault?" Yeah, I feel like. Or yeah, like what about ever, Have they ever asked to go? They have asked to go, and we had some like loose plans to kept falling through. Long story, but I didn't make it a priority. It's just it wasn't. You're selfish. Really, in the, I am selfish. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, Grace. I I was so confused because I didn't know that this trip was going to happen. And I just was getting, I was just seeing pictures that Grace like sent on the group chat of like beautiful scenery. And then somehow she was in Buffalo. (laughs) I was so confused. (laughs) I didn't advertise it to the family beforehand, just, just to avoid the number of people who. We're going to try to talk you out of it. We're going to try to talk me out Mm -hmm. of camping. (laughs) (laughs) I think that sounds so fun. Okay. Um, Mine is really just that I I got a new phone and 
we were able to get everything off of my phone that got run over. So I got <gasps> that's all the awesome. Back. That's so good. That's yeah. great. That I before I went to pick it up, like the night before, I had a nightmare that I was gonna go in and pick it up, and there was not gonna be like any of the pictures on it, and they were gonna be like, "You still have to pay," and I was gonna be like so just like upset, but luckily that didn't happen so good yeah just short and sweet um mine well i have another aldi story and i don't want this to turn into like a recurring thing it always happens on tuesdays because i go when ella's in piano and then we record later that night so this was completely out of the blue i was not anticipating telling another aldi story but this one is just too good so i was walking in it was like pouring rain I was by myself and this car pulls out. Well, this car honks at me and then stops. And I was worried they thought I was like going to cross in front of them or something. So I kind of stopped. I stopped walking because I was like, why did they honk at me? And this man rolls down the window and he goes, so you don't wear any jewelry? And I was like, I was so confused, you guys. I was like, (laughs) okay. So whenever people talk about a stressful situation or when something bad happens and you know, the Monday morning quarterbacks are like, well, well, I would have punched that person in the face. I would have said this. I'm like, no, you wouldn't have because when you're confronted (laughs) with a confusing situation, you freeze. And I mean, I, cause I was like, I just went, no, which I'm like, what? I wear jewelry. (laughs) It made no sense. I'm like literally wearing a wedding ring. I don't wear a lot of jewelry, but I, and I'm like, how can you even see me, sir? It's pouring rain. And I'm like running into Aldi. It was so confusing. So I was like, "Uh no. And he goes, he got some big teeth. And I said, said, thank you. And then I just was like, you have a good day. Excuse me? I was so confused for the rest of the, of the time in Aldi. I was like, Okay, I do have kind of big teeth, but I didn't think it was like that bad. Like no one's told me I had big teeth since I was a little kid. And our family what? would tease me about my big teeth. But I was like, <laughs> one rogue old man in an Aldi parking lot could make you feel so insecure. But like all night I've been like, I didn't realize my teeth were like that well, big. Claire, there's no one <laughs> saw your teeth. I know. I think I just because I smiled at him or something. I don't know. It was, it was very yeah, probably- confusing. He probably meant like you have a big smile or something. Maybe. But it was it was very confusing. And Dave was like, well, do you think he meant it as a compliment or an insult? And I was like, I think a compliment because he was smiling and I was like being kind. I felt like I was like nice. I was like talking to this man. So then I told Ella about it when I picked her up at piano and she was like, she goes, he was probably a robber. And I was like, no, I think he was just a nice man who like wanted to talk to someone. And she goes, well, that's why he was asking you if you like to wear jewelry. He wanted to steal your jewels. And I was like, that's actually a good point. She's always thinking, you know, like, I'm like, I'm glad you're thinking on your feet. But yeah, I would be, I'm terrible when confronted with a confusing situation because I literally Mm -hmm. said thank you when someone insulted (laughs) my teeth. (laughs) But I hope that next week I don't have any more Aldi stories. I can't take any more Excitement? I don't want to go to Aldi ever again. <laughs> yeah, stop going to Aldi. I love it there. I told Dave, I'm like, I love it more every week. Like, I... Whoa. I... Whoa. Claire. I know. I know. I, like, look forward to it now. So, anyway, <laughs> that's me. Okay, my weekly win is that I am a trendsetter, and mm-hmm. I'm feeling really proud of myself for it, because um, I've been thinking, like, for 
a few weeks, I'm like, I kind of want to get, like, just a black jacket for winter. You know how I was saving up for my Lululemon leggings? I decided against them. I talked myself out of them. So I'm still saving, and I've, I've got a lot of <laughs> cash saved up. So I was like, oh, I'll buy a really nice jacket. Then I talked myself down from that, too, and I was like, no, I'll just I'll just get a Costco jacket. So then I was looking on Costco, and I saw this really cute, it's Levi's brand, and it's like a puffer coat, um, mm. like the trendy ones that are a little bit cropped, and they've got like the high collar, you know. Why is that looking so concerned? I have been going to Costco over and over trying to find one of those. Oh, they don't have them at yours? You no. gotta order it. Order it, Anne. That's what I was gonna say. I got free shipping. Okay. Um, wow. got my size and I got this on I got I ordered it on Sunday and it's supposed to be here Thursday. I don't know. So I haven't actually gotten it yet, but I'm just feeling really proud because a girl I saw a TikTok this very day that was like run to Costco <gasps> to get these adorable puffer coats. And they, they had, they, it was like videoing the exact ones that I bought and showing all the different colors and stuff. Okay, I'm Googling. And it had right like, it had hundreds of thousands of likes. And I was like, wow, I got in before any, like before mm-hmm. this storm of people got their hands on them. And so I'm just very excited. I hope it, I hope it actually is cute and fits. <laughs> so I'm going to have um, a friend who's not pregnant, who's roughly my size. Try it on so I can see if it actually looks cute. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week.